Welcome to the Hustle Class Podcast. We have a quick disclaimer. All material presented within Hustle Class LLC is not investment advice, but for educational purposes only. Trading involves risk and you are solely responsible for your investment decisions and assume the entire risk of any trading you choose to undertake. Owners of Hustle Class LLC and its representatives are not registered as security broker dealers or investment advisors, either with the United States Securities and Exchange Commission or with any state securities regulatory authority. Please utilize a registered investment or financial advisor to make any financial decisions. If you choose to invest without seeking advice from such an advisor or entity, then any consequences resulting from your investments are your sole responsibility. By utilizing Hustle Class LLC in our content, you are indicating your consent and agreement to our disclaimer. Welcome to Hustle Class Podcast. It is your host, Jermaine, and I am back at it again with another one. I am happy to be here, blessed to be here. You know, this weekend was long, this week has been long, but we've made it, um, you know, to another episode. I'm grateful, um, and I can't wait to, you know, talk about what's in store. So first, I guess, an update um, on my week. Um, so I began a new trading strategy. Um, I, I created a new, like, investment philosophy. Um, I need to do some more reading. I need to, you know, sit down and uh, write some stuff down. I have more responsibilities with uh, stock groups that I'm involved in. Um, grad school kicked off. Um, not too easy, but you know we we move. Um, I was able to work on some music with um, a friend of mine. Um, so we were able to you know make some good tunes because you know I used to you know um, you know engineer and make some music back in college. So you know every now and again it's nice to to do that again to you know have have some fun. Um, and, and, you know, because I enjoy the process of creating um, the same way I enjoy the process of charting. I'm, I'm more of a process guy um, and a journey guy than a destination guy. Um, but, yeah. So, um, you know, last week we talked about Robin Hood woes. You know, I was I was definitely salty about the things that had happened um, in the market. And, you know, a lot of people left Robinhood and went to these other companies and all of that. Um, I opted to just, you know, keep my Robinhood money in Robinhood, maybe not add any more money, just, you know, utilize what I already had in it to do what I wanted to do. And then um, actually um, just open up other accounts if I had wanted to start trading um, different securities in different places. Um, but I definitely do still like Robinhood just for a couple of things that goes on um, with their interface, you know. And an and iPhone can freeze on me. I'm not going to, you know, get an Android, you know, if it, if it works efficiently, you know, nine times out of 10 and um, I have more good experiences than bad ones to pull from. I'm just going to utilize it. Um, you know, a lot of people who had a lot of issues with Robinhood um, had over leveraged. Right. Even I was in a situation where I had over leveraged, um, you know, um, you know, had no sort of, you know, mitigation of risk. And that when Robinhood had to do it, it had to do it to cover its tail. Um, people, you know, they 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 were concerned about themselves first and foremost, and people, you know, got the um, short end of the stick. So, um, yeah, I'm still with Robinhood, still using it. Um, not saying that I support Robinhood and like I'm an influencer for Robinhood or anything like that, but I just still find a usefulness in the application. Um, you know, so that's that. Um, but you know. Interesting enough, um, there's, you know, I was talking with a friend of mine, um, and it looks like Robinhood might be in for some competition when it comes to platforms with ease of use. Um, you know, um, SoFi or Sophie or whatever you want to call it seems like it might be on the verge of IPOing through the SPAC um, IPOF or IPO 
E, if I'm not mistaken. Don't know which one. Have to do more research on it. But basically, with this company coming into the market, um, that will be a unique opportunity for it to get some exposure, a unique opportunity for it to, you know, get pumped up by, you know, the Redditors and, uh, you know, other Robinhood type investors, you know, retail investors who are very passionate, who are, I want to say, very passionate about companies and um, very passionate about, um, you know, just all around like philanthropic type of investments where it's like, you know, for, for a greater purpose than themselves. Right. Um, so I think that it's going to be big. And so, you know, I may, I may make the transition into something else. Um, the first thing that I wanted to do today was just go over some of the plays that we had talked about, um, you know, previously. So, um, SPI energy, um, you know, we, we had talked about it before, um, it ran up, right? Um, so last time we talked about it, it was around, um, or when we first talked about it, it was around $10. Um, saw a high of about $12.50, and now it's back at like ten eighty five. So, you know, for those who, you know, never found the opportunity to really look at this stock, now's a great time to do some more research, you know, consult your financial advisor um, and see what you're going to do, or, you know what I'm saying? So um, I, I really um, still am interested in this stock. Still has a lot of good fundamentals going on with it. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, a news item is, I think they just, um, what's it called? They obtained board approval for something called Phoenix Motor, Motor Cars. And that's um, an electric uh, drivetrain um, and commercial electric shuttle bus company. Um, and they sell to airports, um, you know, um, hotels, universities, and um, other places like that. Um, so... I'll be glad to see what happens with that. Um, that's, you know, recent news to come out um, after, you know, we were trying to buy it. So we'll see what that develops into. Um, so SPI. Another one is Jivo. Um, Jivo also around the date where we had done our episode was around $10. Um, and now it's at, oh, excuse me, it wasn't at $10. It was actually around $9. And uh, now it's at $14.50. Um, so... Um, I don't know, I can't do my best math right now, but I believe that's um, maybe 60% um, of a gain on it, around 60-65%. So, um, you know, that that's up really well. Um, you know, still lots of room of opportunity because, you know, when I, when I do these, uh, when I start looking at these companies, usually when I come over here and I talk about companies, they're companies that are really good from a foundational perspective. Um, you could probably try to trade them if you so desired, but a lot of them are really good finan uh, foundationally. I mean, a reasonable debt to equity, um, nice assets, uh, not too much debt, good price to book, looking at the price to sales and the price to revenue, just trying to make sure it's valued at a good place. Um, great, you know, market cap of two of two point eight billion. So I really like Jivo still, um, and Jivo is still, you know, a buy um, according to my resources. Um, so that looks solid. Um, we have progress on that. And then Broadwind is kind of like um, SPI, where when we had talked about it on this channel, it was around eight dollars, um, ran up to about twelve. Um, which was, you know, like a 30% move. Um, actually it was a 50% move and now it's sitting back at like around uh, $10. And so, um, still a little more expensive than what I had bought it at. Right. But still a good company foundationally, um, still looking to do, you know, great things in this new administration as time progresses and lots of business starts to head towards these companies. Um, once again, great debt to equity, great price to, um, book, um, lots of good things going on with this company. And, um, you know, they, they're looking at um, having good revenue this year 
And um, I think they could potentially beat earnings, um, especially, you know, once they, you know, turn the business around and actually, you know, work with the current administration. I, I'm leaning a lot on this administration because they made the promise of, you know, clean energy and things of that nature. So I think they're going to hold it down when it comes to that. So definitely keeping my eyes on GEVO, BWEN, and SPI. Um, if you ask me personally, I feel like if you wanted to lighten a load um, to make room for other stuff, I would definitely look at SPI just because, you know, um, it's, it's, it's the, it's the one that regressed most back to its original state when I, when I first bought it. So if I, you know, in my situation, if I was looking to, you know, readjust my portfolio, um, even though it's only been like two weeks <laughs> or three, um, I would lose that to make room for something else. Now I'm not a financial advisor, right? So everything that I say, definitely you have to, you know, reach out to a financial advisor, um, or fiduciary and figure that out. Right. Um, but you know, I, I just kind of get on here and I talk about what I do. Um, anything that you mimic is at your own risk. Um, so, you know, take that, you know, as is. Um, so yeah, that's, that's that for those stocks. Um, I was doing some research yesterday, um, saw something on social media that had spoken about hydrogen and how hydrogen could hit all of us um, in terms of a stock sense, right, in terms of stock progression and stock growth, and even business a lot quicker than electric vehicles, because right now we see the value in Tesla, we see all these other electric vehicles, but um, they were saying something about the, the power of hydrogen and how um, a lot of hydrogen uh, stocks are extremely undervalued, and those are going to be the ones that are probably going to yield the most this year in terms of um, stock growth and maybe even sales when it comes to um, clean energy. So... Um, I had um, went ahead and did some extra research on, you know, potential companies that um, fell in the category of, you know, um, of hydrogen and, you know, sort of like working with that. Um, I came across some really, really good ones. Um, and, you know, some of them I've already discussed before, but ain't no problem in bringing it back if it's doing as well as it is. So... The first one that I'm going to talk about is going to be uh, my good old baby Fuel Cell, um, and Fuel Cell is a company that um, I'm I'm heavily invested in. I have many shares at an average of about fourteen dollars, and it just it, once it put once the foot got put on the gas, it hasn't stopped. Now the stock is at twenty seven dollars. What's crazy about Fuel Cell is I think. I'd actually had an episode um, on this podcast where I talked about fuel cell when it was around $3. Right now it's at $27, meaning, I mean, for every $100 you you put in, you would have um, a couple thousand, um, if I'm not mistaken. Or you would have maybe about a thousand based on its price action. Yeah, I think you would have about a thousand. So you would have a couple of hundred based on um the time that I had alert you know had talked about it and the time that you would have taken to talk to a an advisor and then actually you know he would he or she would um you know let you know whether or not to purchase um you could have been up a lot now for me I was really um just doing options with it at first because I was an options head at one point where I just did options 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 but you know I opted to change my strategy and actually ended up buying some and since I bought it at an average of 14 and 15 and it hasn't shown any sign of regression, I'm, I'm honestly just holding long. Um, I'm super long on this stock. Um, it's a nice buy. Um, it's price to book has increased because, you know, the price is going up, but the book value hasn't really changed that much. 
um, great asset to that ratio. Um, and, you know, people are saying, like, you know, um, the breakout happened, you know, based on technical analysis, like looking at trend lines, the breakout happened. And they're expecting it to come back down and touch certain um, support lines and certain moving averages. Um, when we look at some news that has come out for them, um, it looks like something about acquisitions. Um, you know, but the main thing is going to be about Biden's plan. Um, right now, there's a lot of things going on with, you know, jobless claims and, um, un, you know, unemployment, jobless claims as well as um, stuff continuing with COVID. Um, people are talking about student debt. Um, people are talking about um, stimulus packages. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of noise around, right? So when you think about this company, think of it from a perspective of its initial pop happened when you know they were talking about um, the fact that their sales had increased in quarter four, and now that they were heading into a new administration, their, their sales would increase every more, even more. Um, right. So we're, we're looking very, very forward with this company. It's one of those um, hydrogen companies. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see what fuel cell can do, um, you know, distribute it uh, hydrogen and we'll see what happens. Um, the next company that I was looking at um, was DCRB. And DCRB is an acquisition company. Right. And right now they're, uh, you know, a blank check company with, um, you know, sort of like um, no type of book information, right? Because when you have a SPAC, right, a special acquisition company, um, what what happens is, you know, a blank check company creates space on the market for another company to come in, right? So there's a company, financial company, or financial conglomerate, as they call it, that is creating space for another company to come into the market. Now, the company that they're going to bring into the market is going to be a hydrogen-based company um, as it currently stands, right? The votes can change or what whatever happens can change at any time, but... You know, these people spend so much money to make these things happen that it's kind of like it's hard for them to not make it happen or to change things last minute because so much money is spent on actually making it work. Right. So what the company that um, they're looking at, um, you know, getting is going to be called Hyzon Motors Incorporated. Um, and they have like an implied enterprise value of about two point one billion dollars. Um, so, you know, they're, they're looking at coming onto the company. Um, a lot of people remember um, Nicola. And how it came, and people were like, "This is not really a good company." They're X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z, and their and their stock has kind of like been suppressed. I feel like it's been heavily shorted. Um, but you know, this company that's coming in um, could definitely have um, a lot more room to run, um, especially if you know coming into a new administration, right? Coming into this type of administration with with that type of mentality, um, I feel like this is a gold mine just waiting to explode. Um, it's at fifteen dollars right now. Um, I, I could see it heading way, way up. Um, you know, I've seen things go crazy for electric vehicles or for, you know, um, hydrogen-based, uh, hydrogen fuel cell companies. You know, it, things could go super, super crazy. So I'm looking at this company heavily. Um, I have a lot of faith. Um, and right now I'm just kind of, you know, making my bet, just buying shares. Um, so D DCRB. Um, another one to consider is going to be Plug Power. Everybody knows Plug Power. Plug Power had a crazy run. Um, I talked about it um, on this show when it was around $20, and right now it's sitting at 60 real nice and pretty. That's, uh, you know, 300% of, you know, when I had first talked about it. Um, right now, um, the resources I use have it as a neutral, um, but I definitely think that it does have a lot of room to go upward. Um, its price to book is extremely high right now, um, you know, just because of the runs that it's had. 
um, and it doesn't have the best debt to equity um, comparatively to what we've discussed today. But, you know, nice asset debt balance. Um, I think it, it, it can do well. And part of the reason why I'm talking about it is because it's one of those um, hydrogen clean energy companies. So I feel like there's a lot of potential here. Um, fuel cell systems, uh, manufacture of hydrogen um, for material handling and stationary power markets. It, it, could, it, could go, it could go even crazier than it already has. Um, but it could also come down and you could probably get it cheaper. So just keep your eye on it and make sure you consult with your financial advisor. Um, another company is going to be BLDP. Um, you know, Ballard um, Power Systems. And um, this is actually a company that I think I tried to trade um, options on at one point, and they, they failed me bad. And I think it was just a, an overall red day in the market. So when the market has a red day, um, you know, uh, some stuff might just get hit in the crossfire. Um, so this is one of those companies that that happened to. But I had um, shares that I think I've since sold, or I might still hold them. Um, but this is a great company with a, with really, really great um, asset-to-debt ratio and debt-to-equity ratio. They make a lot of money, and I feel like they're only going to make more in a system where, you know, or in a, in a you know, in a circumstance in the nation where um, the powers that are coming in are going to be more focused on utilizing these type of services. So I really like BLDP um, right now sitting at $35, um, down $5 for the day. So it's, it's, on, it's on a $5 sale for the day. Um, 13%. Um, that's, that's beautiful. Um, so yeah, um, those are the companies that I, I like from a, um, you know, from a hydrogen perspective. So, um, I just wanted to talk about those so that you could have them on your radar. Um, you know, and yeah, um, like I said, every company that I kind of talk about on here, I mean, you could, you might, you might see crazy results in a day. You might see crazy results in a month. You might see it in two or three, but at the end of the day, um, you're going to see returns, and that's the beauty of it. Um, you know, I like to find companies that do good business, um, that have um, usually have a proven track record. Um, books are balanced, and analysts are saying good things about it. They have good news around them, and you know, kind of use that to make a good decision on what to invest in. Um, so yeah, um, I like how things are looking. Um, my consultations are going well. Once again, if you want to consult with me, have a one-on-one. -on -one. We could talk about life. We could talk about stocks. We could talk about options. We could talk about saving, budgeting, whatever you may have it. Um, I'm not a financial advisor, but I felt like if I have experiences that have taught me things in life and somebody wants to pull from those experiences, why not make it um, a possibility for people to have that opportunity to have access to me? Um, and that way in my personal experiences, right? So that's why I do the consultation so that I can pull from my experiences to educate and to empower and to entertain as well. So um, I hope that, you know, people utilize that, um, the consultations, and, you know, to try to set up a meeting with me so we can, you know, chop it up. Um, and one thing I also like to do is I like to analyze place for people. So if people have um, an options trade they're looking at, I'll throw it up on my screen and I will chart to my best ability. Um, you know, like I say, some of my friends call me a charting Jedi. So, you know, I, I'm I'm pretty handy with the with the with the charts. Um, so yeah, and um and I think that will be all for today. Um I wish everybody a great week, um, a great month. You know, Valentine's is next week, so definitely utilize that time to check on your loved ones, make sure everybody's doing well that you, you know, you say you love, um, so make sure everybody's good, um, and everybody's head is screwed on the right way as we head into the rest of the month, um, yeah, and I will 
definitely take a nap today, I feel like, even though it's late. I feel like I might need a quick, you know, 30 minute, 20 minute before I get back to work. But um, I'm hoping that I can come with, you know, even more fire content. Um, I've been getting a lot of stuff done recently, helping a lot of people with a lot of different things. Once I can kind of push through a lot of that, um, I can get back to getting really creative with this podcast. Um, I'm, I thank you all for sticking with me and for continuing to listen. And I always would love it if you would share it with somebody who you feel might um, be able to use some of the information that's presented um, or just learn something new, right? So, yeah, I appreciate everybody. And that will be it for this episode. Jermaine out.